welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape in your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. For my scripture quickly today, first is Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19. Isaiah chapter 43, verses 17 and 18. I believe strongly that when God gives you a rima, until he gives you another, don't replace it. True. It's not how, it's not the volume of the words you have. Like the understanding you have for what He's telling you. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? Aha, uh-huh. that's a question. I will even make a way or a road <laughs> in the wilderness. If you understood what that means. It means the wilderness, that's the desert. I mean, <laughs> you know, they say somewhere around Israel, Egypt, all those areas, people just die. Because they just get lost in the sea of sand. But the Bedouins, that's where they live. They know the way. And that was why when the Israelites came out of Egypt, Moses was thinking, I'm going to persuade Hobab, Jethro, that is, come show us through. Because you are used to this place. This is where you live. But Hobab turned him down. It was a disappointment. I don't want to begin to undercut myself. But if Obab didn't turn him down, he wouldn't look up to God for direction. But Obab will turn you down. I'm telling you the truth, I'm telling somebody here. All your confidence is in Obab. Get ready for a disappointment. Because God is about to give you his pillar. Ah, watch. Obab turned him down, then he gave him the pillar. The pillar was light in the night and cloud by day. And he led him by the pillar. Praise God. So he said, I will make a road, a highway in the wilderness. And I will make a rivers in the desert. In fact, the way he puts it, he didn't just say it that way. He says, I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I will so make it that the beasts of the field will honor me. I'm not even talking of men, even the beasts. Men will honor me. Even the beasts will feel it. Okay. Glory be to God in the highest. Mark chapter 9, I want to read from verse 14. I'll read quickly. And when Jesus came to the disciples, that is coming from the Mount of Transfiguration, he saw a great multitude around them and described this meeting with them. Immediately when they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed and running to him, greeted him, and he asked the scribes, what are you discussing with them? Then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. Wherever he seizes him, he throws him down, he foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. He answered and said 
And he answered him and said, Oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I be with you? Bring him to me. Then they brought him to him. And then when he saw him immediately, the spirit convulsed him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can't do anything, have compassion on us and help us. The father was talking to Jesus. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. So when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, dead and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and, him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly and came out of him and he became as one dead, so that many said he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. And when he had come into the house, his disciple asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, you know, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Okay, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's start the talk. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believe. That's where I'm drawing from as it were today. Praise the Lord. So the situation was an impossible situation. Otherwise, the father should have dealt with this since childhood. Right? Come on, talk to me. Praise God. But this very day, he was looking for solution. Good. And that was what brought us to this very scenario. Hallelujah. So at this point, I want to stop. What were you thinking when you were coming? Vis-a-vis our topic today, I would like some four or five suggestions. What was on your mind when you were coming? What were you thinking? Praise the Lord. Yes. When I just heard of the topic, uh, new possibilities, I knew that this is an event that will take care of every difficult situation. And every impossibility will become a possibility. Okay, that's general. That's so, what so I knew from You were the coming. I came because I, yes. Uh-huh. I came because I know that this is the place where impossibilities will give way to possibilities. So Jesus will surprise us today. Yes. He will turn our impossibilities to possibilities. That's this in general to me though. Fine. Yes. Um basically. When the thing came out and it was new possibilities, to me, the first thing, the first image that came to my mind was basically like a desert. And a desert, basically, and water springing forth from when, where you couldn't even have imagined it. It's like you've been facing a particular problem or a particular trend, and you don't think it's actually, you can't see the end. But suddenly there's a new possibility. There's a breaking forth. There's a moving forward. There's something that you couldn't have imagined okay. that now becomes possible. Okay. Solutions. Thank you. Good. Another person. Affirmation. So I will get some affirmation from this. Breaking your ground. You know, something just happened now. You say, what? I said, there. Who was I pointing to? <laughs> but somebody got up. Say, yeah. Somebody will jump into it today in the name of Jesus. Now, all they have said is this. The current state must change. The current state of affairs, I'm looking for a change. I'm looking for a solution. I'm looking for a turnaround. I'm looking for a breakthrough. I'm looking for a solution. That's all we have been saying. Is that right? Glory be to God in the highest. Isn't God faithful? Please watch this. Let me just quickly relate it to this story. That man came for a change. 
he was sick and tired of the devil tormenting his son. I don't know what age, but he wasn't, a, he wasn't an infant anymore. He was standing, walking around, because he would pick him and throw him, throw him everywhere. And so he's like, is this how this girl is going to live the rest of his life? The time has come for me to do something. Yeah, so he was looking for a change. Hello. Praise the Lord. We are going to come into the details of what he did because I perceive strongly in the name of Jesus before we leave here today, in the name of Jesus, there will be a fulfillment of the scripture that everywhere he went he was doing good. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with what? Power. And he went everywhere doing what? Good. And how was that good to find? Healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Why? Because the Lord was with him. And what he did yesterday, he's still doing today. Glory be to God in the highest. So I was just thinking in my mind, as it were, that that's the status quo. So that's changing of status quo. That's what we're saying. Pure. Simple, right? Now, every status quo is defined by certain parameters. Yeah? Am I making sense? Good. What if I can locate the parameters and I change one of them? Will my result change? So there is no impossibility anywhere. Why would he come? He is the maker. The Bible says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God, the same was the beginning with God, all things were made by all things, all things were made, 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 all things, all things were made, 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 all things were made by him, and without him was nothing made that was made. So what's your problem? And where do you think you should go with your problem? Did that guy, did he do well? Why are you here today? Would have we come to meet here? Then I want to assure you in the name of Jesus there will be solutions. I say in the name of Jesus, you are going back with your solutions. Your image is not rich enough. Hey! In the name of Jesus. It doesn't take him anything to change anything. He is God. The Bible says, by faith, we, uh, we understand that the worlds, not just the earth, the systems, the changing systems that we see, the sophistication that we see, were made, what? By the word of God. So that the things we see were not made out of visible things. There is a change coming for you today in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Oh, my shakata So if you will not come to Jesus, where else will he go to? Hallelujah. Hmm. But then, how did he get to come to Jesus? I, it may, the details may not be here, but I can borrow from some other similar things or similar stories to prove my point. And this is it. Uh, he must have thought that there is a possibility. Otherwise, he wouldn't have come to Jesus in the first place. What's a possibility? The capacity for a change. There's a potential for a turnaround. That's the possibility. And I've labored, I've tired, I mean, I'm tired, there's nothing else to do. So why would I go to, why would I allow that sin? Because there is a possibility. But it goes beyond the possibility. I think he came to a place where, well, well, for him it was a possibility. But let me talk of this other woman where I'm borrowing from to explain what I'm trying to say today. Why would the woman with the issue of blood haven't tried everything? No, no I, I, this, will, this, will, this will affect you, I promise you. Because it's affecting me too. In Jesus' name. The issue of blood for how many years? Twelve years. The Bible says suffered many things in the hand of many physicians. So it wasn't like he was just sitting down doing nothing. He tried. And now he has spent all her, I mean, she has spent all her belongings. Suffered many things from her. And yet she did get better. 
What else was left? She was stuck. She was abandoned, left to what? To fate. What kind of fate? Death. You are losing blood, you are losing life. Then the Bible said, when she heard about Jesus, come on, church, are you with me? I know I'm not teaching you anything new, but follow me closely. It's crystallizing quickly. When she heard about Jesus, then she said to herself, What did she say? If what? If only I can what? Touch what? Is that a strategy? Does that involve some thinking? So there are no possibilities without thinking. You want new possibilities? New thinking. She has been thinking one way before. Physicians, physicians, physicians. Tradition, tradition, tradition. Culture, culture, culture. But now she was heading for death. Then she heard. Then she thought. Bible just said, for she said, why are you bringing thinking there? Jesus said, it's only out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. And what do you do with the heart? You think. Hello. Praise the Lord. So she thought differently. And so she acted differently. And then it, was, it wasn't just possible. It was a breakthrough for him. So I want to dwell on that for a while. Here today, regardless of where you are, if God can get you to change your thinking, you will get a new result. Amen. Glory be to God in the highest. It's, not, it's, it's like an unwritten code that Pentecostals don't think. I mean it. It's like a norm, but we don't talk about it. We don't think. We don't understand scriptures, and then we, t- we carry it wrongly. And even when it's obvious to think what God is saying, we don't think. Lord, I was thinking of that before I came, and God reminded me. He said, even at creation, come on, let's face it. He created man and gave him dominion. Then and female created he them. Praise the Lord. Then in chapter 2, verse 19, the Bible said, Out of the dust of the earth, he created all the beasts and the birds and everything that was created. Come on, are we here? He created them out of the dust. And that was where he stopped. He brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. So he created everything apart from man and brought them to him to see what he will make them out to be. And from my understanding, it was what Adam made them out to be that they are. Adam thought, decided, and called a name. If he had called the lion, monkey, the lion would be hopping on trees. The nature of every animal was from the thinking of Adam. God didn't name any animal. Adam gave every animal the nature it has. Are you here with me? Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. And everything was fine in the garden until the fall. Hello. I say hello. And from the fall, God started a new dimension because until the fall, he was creating and creating and creating. And when you create, you will stand back and you say, very good, come on. But until the creation, because even up to the creation, that was when he said, it's not, it wasn't good that man would be alone. And how he brought out his rib and from the rib he made the woman. He was creating. But since the fall, he has been repairing, restoring, rearranging, Renewing. Glory be to God in the highest. Oh, I feel the fire. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. So no matter what is distorted in your life today, there is a way out. 
And watch this quickly. What did he begin to do? Was man created with dominion, with everything? But the thinking changed from there. And the action changed from there. Yeah, the seed of the woman. Okay. Glory be to God in the highest. We'll bruise your head, though you'll bruise it here. And the game changed. Glory be to God in the highest. And from that time, it was the race for the seed of the woman, the seed of the woman, the seed of the woman. And suddenly, come on, ladies and gentlemen, the value of the woman came to the fore. Somebody was asking me the question. He said, why women? I said, because by creation and by regeneration, their role is very serious. What is it? Oh, yeah, the man is the champion. The man is the leader. But the man is as strong as his props. The women are the props of the man. So if you don't empower the woman, that's the extent of your strength. And even the United Nations knows that today. Hello, are we here? Praise the Lord. So we are looking at new possibilities. I'm going to hinge it particularly on new thinking. In the name of Jesus. If that woman never thought, she would never have got up from where she was and then look for where Jesus was and then touch the hem of his garment and she would never have been healed. I believe today, here in the name of Jesus, certain instructions will be given to some people and you will rise out of this place a new person in the name of Jesus. Now, talking about possibilities, new thinking, new things, that's what God does, like I said. So how does he do that? What about us? He changed us. He renew our mind. Come on, Titus said that. Hallelujah. I mean, Ezekiel said it in the prophecy. Titus said that. Well, how did he say? I will change your heart. I will pull out the heart of stones and the heart of iron. I will put in the heart of flesh and I will make you a new being. So that's God's methodology. That's what he does. That's, what, that's all about God. Hallelujah. And if you look at it, the Bible says that morning by morning, his mercies are what? New. Come on. If Lamentations 22 says, but for the mercy of God will have been consumed. So we are not consumed because of the mercies of God. Is somebody hearing me? And tomorrow, this mercy is going to be renewed. So why should I be consumed tomorrow? Can't you see? God is not going to carry me on the mercies of last week. He will renew me, my, the mercy, his mercies towards me today. And so I don't have to think like I thought last week. I can face today's challenges by the mercies of today. Because he makes everything new all the time. Hallelujah. Why would God allow night and day? Why would you walk and run and run and then in the night you get tired and then you sleep? And when you wake up, you are renewed. That's the way he's made the system. That's the way the earth is. He will always renew the things that he has made. And so if I'm going to walk right, I should always think in line with that. There's a renewal in this situation. No matter how critical it may be. Hello? Is somebody hearing me? And now I can understand why Jesus will say to him, uh-uh. now, Jesus will say to him, yes, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. All things are possible to him that believes. Absolutely so. And then immediately the man said, I believe. And then he said, Please help my unbelief. I don't know the extent of this believing. But for me to have brought my child to you is because I know there's a possibility and I know there's a way through. But you're asking me that you're telling me if I believe, but I thought I believe. But then you betrayed yourself by what you said. If you can, you came to Jesus and said, if you can, glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the highest. What should he have said? I brought him because I know you can. Glory be to God in the highest. And he said, so if you can believe, all things are possible. So let me say the way it is to me. On earth, sir, ma, there is nothing that is not possible. Pastor Taiwo, why are you not facing every impossibility in life? God won't allow me to face every impossibility in life. Even Jesus didn't do that. He said, how do you know? Why didn't he heal the man, the crippled man at the beautiful gate? Did you go to the temple? He didn't heal him. But he healed many. 
Why? That would be for John and James to do. But every impossibility, impediment on my part to destiny, to divine destiny, they are possibilities in the name of Jesus. Oh, I feel the fire. But then it, it starts with knowledge. Then it starts with thinking. Then it, starts with, then it goes to action. Then, of course, results. So, the first thing these days, there is nothing that is impossible. Absolutely nothing that's impossible. You know, there's a song we used to sing. Our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. Our Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy earth. Nothing is in. Nothing is in. Too difficult. You are the great almighty God. Great in counsel, mighty indeed. Mighty indeed. Nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. Nothing is too difficult for thee. I don't know whether you don't have a womb. Can we try this thing we are talking today? Yes, yes. You will return. Yes. In the name of Jesus, you will return. I say, in the name of Jesus you will return he just said to me he said before they go you are going to ask them to try me with one thing if that one thing comes to pass then you will not be able to hold back any other thing for the rest of your life see your style with him will change henceforth in the name of jesus yes you know him as lord you know him as a miracle worker but sometimes you doubt him but that's going to change today for someone in the name of jesus uh-uh. so see, if you have ever seen the blind eyes open before in the name of Jesus, will you ever doubt that hey, that blind eyes will open again? And the interesting thing about what is happening here today is that this is what God is going to do through your own hand. He will do it in your body, he will do it in your home, he will do it in your situation. And that will give you the courage and the boldness to launch out into the rest of your world in the name of Jesus. So quickly, we find in the Bible that pretty, pretty easy. So there are no impossibilities. One person said that with God, there's nothing that's impossible. Yes, but we've come to know that, yes, there's nothing impossible with God, only that he uses men. Uh, so men can now stand and say, because I believe there's nothing impossible too. Because God will use man anyway, because God doesn't have any impossibility. Give an example. Oh, at the Red Sea. Did anybody ever walk through the sea on ground before? But when they needed to, they did it. Oh, I feel the fire. Uh-huh. And the issue of blood we've been talking about. Did you ever hear that before anywhere in history? Hemorrhage that could not stop probably was cancer. Probably. Because it wouldn't stop. The doctors did their best. And they were just touching the hem of the garment of Jesus. What if I can find a way to touch him today? Won't I get the same result? Uh-huh. But he has given us so many ways. So you will lay your hand on the sick. He said it. He delegated us. And that's why we get some of the results you get. But we don't have to be getting some results. We should be getting results. In the name of Jesus. Oh my goodness. I'm not making an altar call now because I still have to quickly finish this message. Please, I see, I'm getting to a more interesting part now. But there's one man that said, why don't pastor lay hands on me now? One woman. If you didn't think it, don't come. I thought you were the one, actually. Believe me, I thought so. I thought so. I thought so. I thought so. Come. Never again in the name of Jesus. <laughs> what did he say? He said, I should lay my hand on the sick. And they will recover. That's what he said. Then James said, if I anoint with oil, he said, the prayer of faith will heal the sick. And if they have anything, God will forgive them. But Jesus said, Say, in my name, you will cast out devils. You will lay your hand. I'm here to lay my hand. I'm just addressing. Uh-huh. And how did I know? Because he told me that. Yeah. He said, somebody said, why won't you lay hands now? He said, I'm doing a new thing. He said, now it is starting. Shall you not see it? In Jesus' name. Whoa. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the spirit of infirmity. 
I decree your healing in the name of Jesus. Now, give me attention quickly. So, you see, Red Sea, it never happened before. But it happened. Issue of blood never happened before, but it happened. Look at this. Rough sea, they were almost capsizing. Uh-uh. He said, please, please. Look at it again. Peter said, if you are the one walking on the sea, I've never seen this before, and they were shaking. If it's you, he said, ah, a minute in your minute. Oh, Lord. That is, I am. I said, it is I. Do not be afraid. But if you are the one, bid me come. He said, Peter, come. I tell you, it's a night of great possibilities. Yeah, yeah. Why this is happening, receive yours in the name of Jesus. Receive yours, receive yours in Jesus' name. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right now, right now. It's not by might, it's not by power after all, it's by his. And that's what he does. He changes things. He restores. He repairs. I speak reparations now. In the name of Jesus. Any part of your system, your body. Now, in the name of Jesus. I want you to understand that there's something about corporate anointing. When we come in here, we are in his presence. And when we're in his presence, we have his healing presence. In that same presence, we have his delivering presence. In that same presence, we have his breakthrough presence. In that same presence, we have his providing presence. In that same presence, we have his sustaining presence. He's promoting presence. He does everything by his presence. Because everywhere he went, he was doing good. Almighty healer, he healed the leper. When the people saw him, they started running. Everywhere he went, my God. Okay, sit down. All these things, they never happened before. But they happened. And that's what I tell myself. Nothing can stop me. Nothing can stop you. In the path of your assignment in life. In the name of Jesus. You know why? No devil, no man created you. No devil, no man saved you. No devil, no man called you. <laughs> so why would the, anything created stop you? Now it's beginning to affect. That's my thinking now. You see why we should think? Because the truth is that if man called me, then I will... The man, they call me, but I'm called for men. And I must duly finish my work or his work on which I'm in an errand. The centurion, you don't need to come. I'm a man of authority. Speak. It never happened before. He got results. Oh, where did you lay him? Roll away the stone. And they did. Father, I thank you because you always hear me when I pray. Master, roll away what stone by nice thinking. Have you ever seen where a corpse of four days, stinking corpse, came alive again? They happened. Something that you never seen happen is about to happen. In your life and situation in the name of Jesus. And he said something to them there. If did I not say to you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Somebody's about to see the glory of God. In the name of Jesus. Well. Uh, that's Jesus. What about the beautiful gate? 
delegates. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up our. Oh my goodness. Now, that's Bible pastor. The automobile industry patented the first three wheel motor car in 1886. Before then, it wasn't possible. All these things from 1886, just over, not up to 150 years ago. At the time, somebody said that there's nothing to be invented anymore on earth. I wonder what he got at the time that was making noise. But you don't blame him because he would look like impossible. But today, uh -uh, on the internet alone. What about flights? It was impossible. Again, less than 150 years ago. (laughs) The Wright brothers. They so did this that they introduced how you can fight war with the plane. That was how Air Force started. But you know the interesting thing is that most of these things came from the church. You'll be shocked. True. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. I can go on. What about the television? What about analyzing the stars? I mean, we can go on and on and on. And up to today, things are changing. Just look at the digital world. What we were using two years ago is obsolete today. The rate at which things are invented. Please, don't believe any lie when they tell you that here... Things are impossible. Even the secular world is telling you that we are in such a beautiful world where there are no impossibilities. It's the truth. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. And so let me now begin to roll it down completely by the grace of God. I thought of it for a while. And when he says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. He says, now... He said, do not remember the former things. So the first thing I realize is this. Uh, the reason why we find things impossible is our memory. Because we always look at it that there is no antecedent. It's not so in our culture. It's not so in our tradition. There's no similar thing in our history. But you are dealing with the creator of all things. Let me repeat. So who is looking for antecedent? When God says this is it, that's it. If God says it, it's because he has done it. I'm saying to somebody here today, because you are not going to die like your parents. In the name of Jesus. You are not going to be bound like your parents for life in Jesus' name. And when he says, behold, when he says, forget the former things, <laughs> do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. He's dealing with our memories, he's dealing with antecedents, he's dealing with history, as it were, which is really the problem of most of us and our generation. I remember many years ago, my dad and my mom, they tried for us, sincerely, oh, wonderful people. But for them, I wouldn't have known half of what I knew as a Christian. But you see, in our denomination, we don't believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Like this at the time. And my father was very advanced. I mean, my father was very good. He was very good. So I began to ask questions and where were, where the questions coming from? Because they got us to read the Bible. So though my dad didn't have too many books, but he had Bibles. I would be reading the Bible and I'll be feeling like something is jumping inside of me. Particularly when I was reading when I'll be reading the New Testament. I said, ah, see, that's more. There's more. Honest, there's more. Even the gift of the Holy Spirit was operating in my life. I didn't know. So I was asking questions. I was asking questions. Then by the time I got older and I got married, my dad stayed with me. He said, Taiwo, we'll sit down, we'll talk. He said, okay. He will come with us to church. He will say, I enjoyed your service. But that one you are talking, Shakala, Baba, Baba, I don't understand. <laughs> He said, but I'm happy you are, you see, I'm happy. I'm happy the way you are going. Praise the Lord. But what am I saying? If I remained where my father remained, you will not be here today. You'll probably be in some other churches, but it won't be me. You will not stay or hindered or limited by the limits of your parents. In the name of Jesus, you will not. In Jesus' name. Now, what do you think straight by that? Then I should think outside the limit of what they gave me. 
How do I do that? Don't go and start thinking metaphysics. That's what I'm talking about. Don't go and start thinking parapsychology. No, 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 no. I mean in the Bible. Still in this Bible, you'll be surprised. Where did he come to? He came to Jesus. Didn't he come to Jesus? Did he get results? What does the Bible tell you? Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Like in a mirror, we behold him. And the more we do, we are changed to become like him from glory to glory. Aha. Uh-huh. So I can always come into the Bible and see him. Now look at someone. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, that sits not in the seat of the that's, that stands not in the way of sinners, that sits not in the seat of the scornful. But now, now look at look at look at look at the way, look at that that walketh not, way, that standeth not, that sit not, that's the same side. But look at the other side. What's the other side? The law of the Lord. The word of God. And therein he meditates day and night. I'm taking you somewhere. If I can change your thinking today, I will change your resolve before the end of the year this year. In the name of Jesus. True. I will, by the grace of God, I will. Because the moment you know that God will do what he says he will do, your thinking, your thinking will change. And what kind of change? You start to expect what people think is not possible. You begin to expect it. Why? Because God said it. I will do a new thing. Pastor, he was talking to the Israelites. I know. But that is his method. That is modus operandi. He does new things to establish and accomplish his goals. And that's why if he tells you that you are giving birth to a king and all you have is a baby infant, they will grow up every day. They will grow up day, night, day, night, day, night, day, night, day, night, infant, child, teenager. Oh, He will crush one and a new one. Crush one and next level, next level. There will always be a new level. That's the way God does his thing. And so no matter where you are today, because God is involved with you, there's anything ahead of you. In the name of Jesus. That's a new thing. If it's God, there's a new thing. Up front, there's a new thing. In the name of Jesus, there's a new thing. Glory be to God in the highest. Say, so I will do a new thing. Won't you know it? Won't you see it? It's starting now. Can't you see? Say, so I will even make a way in the wilderness. I will turn deserts to fruitful land. When I put water there, they will spring up. If you, do, if, if you have been there many years before, when you come back, you will know. Let me declare to someone here today in the name of Jesus. Uh, those who thought they know you. Because of the God you serve, and because of your understanding of the covenant you have in Christ Jesus, uh, people that thought they know you, they will see you and miss you. In the name of Jesus. Uh, God knows I'm not talking magic, I'm talking reality. Whatever God does increases. Uh, and I'm going to advise you quickly in the name of Jesus as you're hearing me now. Don't define your to- tomorrow by your today. Don't. Many people inadvertently do that. Because your husband has been mean to you. And so when everybody is jubilating and talking, the first thing you say is, uh, that's for those you've eliminated yourself. Don't you know that your thinking is communicated by your talking? This is a, this is a secular quote. He said, if you are fond of saying it is impossible, say you are shooting yourself in the leg. Because you are in the world, on earth, that everything is possible. Not because they are saying that, because Jesus said it. With God, nothing is impossible. Come on, listen to me. When God will have Mary give birth to a child without a man, was there any antecedent? Did he do it? I say in your area of calling, nothing henceforth will stop in the name of Jesus. Even where there's a gang up against you from this moment, they begin to collapse in the name of Jesus. 
There is no enchantment against Israel. No divination against Jacob. Uh-huh. In the same place where they have called them to come and curse you. In the same place, they will celebrate you. In the name of Jesus. Because with our God, there is no impossibility. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the highest. And somebody is saying, because I didn't hear anybody say that to me, it's like, I'm just thinking of new ways of doing certain things. I'm talking innovation now, for goodness sake. Anybody can brag what they want through sciences or anything, any academics they want. Who is, who is the epitome of all knowledge? You know what 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 24 and 30 says? Say, Jesus is made to me the wisdom of God. You know what 1 Corinthians chapter 2 says? He says, he renders the wisdom of this world. He's like, They come to naught. So he is my wisdom, is my sanctification, my what? My justification, is my righteousness. I shared it before many, several times. A brother here was going for something abroad and he was there. I didn't even know. He just come and say, Pastor Taiwo, I have never done this before. I'm competing. I'm representing my company, a U.S. company. They call me in Nigeria to go and represent them there. The CEO in the U.S. called me. Ah, I've never done this before. I'm contesting with many companies, some from Japan, India, all over. Pastor, how will I advise that person? <laughs> my experience, petroleum engineer, uh-huh. legislation, and of course, some production Reservoir, whatever. Then pastor. What do I know with all this marketing and all these things? I said, you know what? Where are you? Said, I said, when? He said, pastor, it's happening in the next 30 minutes. Ah. I said, okay. Have you ever read in the Bible that Jesus is my wisdom? He said, yes. I said, it's in First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. I said, begin now. Jesus, you are my wisdom. You are my wisdom. You are my wisdom. Go and revise all your materials. Go and revise. He said, I've revised. I said, begin to shout. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. I told you that things will change for you. Begin to declare, Jesus is my wisdom. After you have studied all you need to study, you are my wisdom, you are my wisdom, you are my wisdom. When he got there, he said, Pastor, I messed them up. Where am I going? If I'm going to change my thinking, there's something that affects thinking. You see, I'm a psychologist, but I know that your thinking is influenced by your environment. And that's why I quoted someone. What is happening to someone? Look at it. He said, look, this is the world. The ungodly, the sinner, there's comfort. But you want to remain where you are like a tree planted by the rivers of water? <laughs> Who brings forth his fruit in his season and his leaf will never wither? See, because you are in the world, tendency is to think like the world. But what when you begin to delight yourself in the word? You are in the world, but you are creating time for the word. You create an environment within an environment. So when the, when, when the general, please hear me, when the general thinking begins to happen, which of course, you are normal, you are human being, you are natural, you want to think like that. So when the thoughts are coming, then you are reminded by the greater truth you know from the word of God. And that's why the Bible says that the, that's why saying, the, the, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God to pulling down strongholds. Uh, what is strongholds? The known and established way of thinking. Established and proven. You say how? They are demons. Demons play on your knowledge. I feel the fire. Pastor, stronghold, I say they are your knowledge. Demons play on your knowledge. Mighty to God, pulling down strongholds. The next line, casting down what? Can't you see that's your thinking? If God can change your thinking, he will change your results. If that man never heard of Jesus, he would never thought he could, there was a possibility. She started thinking that the possibility has come and then went out, immediately put an, an action to her thinking, she got result. And that's why what is happening in her mind is a warfare. Pastor, you don't believe in demons. Who said so? Of course I believe in demons. We cast out demons. 
Don't you know that what you're thinking, particularly, will determine whether your place is conducive for, a wisdom, for the demon or not? You don't know. That's why Paul will say, let your, I say, come on, he say, be an example of a believer. Let the word of God, what, where, what, richly in you. And what will, that ha- what will happen? You begin to sing, making melodies, sounds, spiritual songs, which demon. Your knowledge and your thinking will determine whether that place is conducive or not conducive for the Holy Ghost or for the devil. Though you may have the Holy Ghost in your inside being, but the demons can still latch on your flesh if you allow him. But when you fulfill with the word, what can happen? And that's in Colossians. And if you go to Ephesians chapter 5, the same thing. Say, be filled with the Holy Ghost. The same result. When you are filled, where is he coming to stay? Pastor is hanging in my head. And then let him know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost that dwells inside of you. He will know that he's trespassing. You have to be careful what you say. After all, life and death and the power of the tongue. That stupid man, your husband. No wonder he's always stupid when it comes to you. No, let's face it. I'm talking possibilities. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. The best way to win a fight is to begin to fight against your preconceived ideas and thoughts with the word of God. The strongest note in in the book of Philippians is rejoice, 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 rejoice. And they finally said, finally my brethren, whatever things are, so now listen to me. And this is it. Whether you agree or not, you are created to think. If you are not thinking the word of God, you are thinking the world view or your cultural view. What if you begin to think the word of God? Won't you get results? Now, God spoke to Moses and gave him instruction. By the time he finished describing everything that he wanted Moses to do, <laughs> I was reading and reading. After a while, I said, ah. Man, the details were too many to the cup, to the utensil, the kind of metal, the kind of alloy that they would produce. Ah, ah. For the, for the, for the pen, for a kilo day, the way they will weave the cotton, I say, ah, God is too detailed. And we are, to, we are dealing with a man for goodness sake. So I was thinking, what kind of, what kind of, what kind of cells are in Moses' head? How will he do all this? Then before God finished, he said, look, see, I have called by name Bezaleel and Aholiab. Ah, <laughs> and I have given them wisdom. Wow! He said, everything I have said, they will craft and produce. Wow! When I'm talking, I ask the best of architects. I say, which among you can compete with Bezaleel? Why are you going there? When I begin to come to Jesus, I will have ideas from the word. And my knowledge of my profession and the word, I will have ideas to solve human problems that nobody knows. If that's my burden, I need to glorify God. Put Exodus 31 to there, let them see. What about Daniel? <sighs> Even the king will be confused. Daniel will say, give me some time. What will he do? He will go to his company. What will they do? They will go into the presence of God. Ah, ah. When he came back, he said, the Lord has revealed it to me. I'm talking to somebody here today. The kind of wisdom that God will give you. Your generation will be glad for it. In the name of Jesus. I am not joking. It does not matter where you were born or who gave birth to you. But that's to say that don't you ever say never when it comes to the word of God and the spirit of God. But you watch. And at that time, when men knock themselves left and right, they will find it difficult to trust themselves. They will all trust a woman. Watch. On a platter of gold, they will invite the woman and say, Come and touch her. 
I'm not saying that women are not ambitious. Some of them can be more ambitious and more dangerous than men. But I'm saying what God can do with any of us who yield to him. Look at that scripture. Exodus 31 to watch. See, I've called by name. We never heard of this name before. But when the need arose, he said, I've called by name. Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of all of the tribe of Judah, go ahead. And I have what? Feared him. With what? The spirit of God. So now that you have the Holy Ghost, what are you doing with it? Not that I have the Holy Spirit. What am I doing with it? Can't you see that your possibilities are endless? In wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, in all manners of workmanship. Go ahead. To design artistic work, to work in gold, in silver, in bronze. Go ahead. In cutting jewels, for setting, in carving woods, and to work in all manner of workmanship. Go ahead. And I, and I indeed, I have appointed with him a holy I'm not saying don't go to school. But I'm saying that, look, there are no impossibilities now. Except our assignment does not work in that direction. Daniel chapter 5, verse 12. Watch this. Daniel chapter 5, verse 12. Now, let Daniel be called. You heard of the ladies that you know is looking for. It does not matter where you are located. God located David in the wilderness. They were looking for a king. They will look for you. In the name of Jesus. Ten. Now, there's a man in your kingdom. That king. (laughs) In whom is the spirit of of the holy God. They were not Christians. Even the unbelievers, will come, ah, they will testify. Yeah. Of the exploit that God will do in your lives. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom. Like the wisdom of the gods who are found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father. Your father, the king, made him chief of the magicians. They couldn't understand. They didn't know what to give him. They told you, say, this one must be a magician. When the Holy Ghost begins to move, magicians will see you as a superior magician. I'm not joking. Because when they cannot explain, they say, this one is a bigger magician. Your father, the king, made him the chief magician, astrologers, Chaldean, and soothsayers. Twelve. In as much as an excellent spirit, knowledge, understanding, interpretation of dreams, solving riddles, and explaining enigmas were found in Daniel, whom the king, Belteshazzar, now, let Daniel be called and he will give the interpretation. That was then that thing that was written on the wall. And he did. And he outlived the king. You will outlive your detractors. In the name of Jesus. Now as I close, it boils down to attitude. Hello? Attitude and thinking. What's attitude? Please, don't let the circumstance now determine your future. I beg you in the name of Jesus. Don't define your future by the current troubles. Instead, understand that the trouble is the reason for the great possibility side of you. You see, explain. If there was no storm, Peter would never walk on the water. Hello, is somebody here with me? If there was no scarcity, they would never know that a young boy's bread can feed 5,000. I don't know what is in your life that's troubling you. I say in the name of Jesus, it will become your miracle. Every challenge and every hindrance qualifies you for the next level. In fact, tells you that there are possibilities in the name of Jesus. Is it in your marriage? Is it in your health? Is it in your finances? Is it in your ministry? The very reason why you have been crying is just telling you that, look, look elsewhere. 
look unto Jesus. He will guide you as well. He will guide you on how to come over, overcome the problem. You will find solution where you never thought you'd be one. In the name of Jesus. Tell your neighbor, say there are possibilities. In Christ Jesus, endless possibilities. In the name of Jesus, endless possibilities. Ah, when they said they shouldn't pray, they shouldn't preach anymore. They were praying. Prison doors opened on their own. We are entering the age and the time. And I say it with all fear. I say it. When I say fear, not that I'm doubting. Respect to God. When ordinary people like you and I, but we're not ordinary, we're super ordinary. We're extraordinary, we're supernatural. That's the truth. When it, be, when it seem like, look at them, they're ordinary, but the kind of thing that will begin to happen. You know what one unbeliever says? He says, there are no impossibilities, only that you have to believe and act. Unbeliever. We are going to see tremendous exploits through your hands in the name of Jesus. Now, it will affect your nation. What you say about Nigeria will be. So be careful what you say. What you don't want, don't call it. Even when you are saying what you don't want, say what you want. In the name of Jesus. Say what you want. In the name of Jesus. Declare what you want. In Jesus' name. I'm waiting for your testimonies. Please, don't forget two things. And what are the two Never say never when it comes to the Spirit of God and the Word of God. Anything is possible. Always face His Word and let Him do what He has to do. Shall we rise? As you go home tonight, Go home believing God and seeing the possibilities of God in the name of Jesus. So whatever things are true, whatever things are pure, whatever things are, whatever things are of good report, I mean, whatever, if there are be any praiseworthy things, say, think on these things. Why? Because you are created to think. And God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what you can ever what? What what will ever think or ask? You are created to think. If you think like he thinks, you will get the result that he gets. I know you are coming back for with testimonies in Jesus' name. Shall we just lift our hands and begin to worship him? If you are believing God for it, for the fruit of the womb, don't come out. This is your time. If you are believing God for marriage, this is your time. Yeah. If you are believing God for healing, this is your time. Yeah. If you are believing God for a reversal of a problem, this is your time. Yeah. You seem trapped in this situation. You wish you had never been there. God is miraculously bringing you out. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, you seem to be out of ideas. And you are thinking, what else am I going to do? Uh, this is your time. Aha. Uh-huh. Glory be to God in the highest. Can you come there? So I don't want you to be out of it. I want you to receive uh, favor. We follow somebody from here. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. You didn't just come for coming sake. You've heard. And from today, please, don't. no matter how critical you are, think like God, we think. Think like the world, we think. Think the word of God and speak the word of God in the name of Jesus. You are coming back with testimonies. I said the name of Je- you are coming back with testimonies. Do you, do, you, do you guys have needs? Come join them. I'm going to go on my knees. I want you to stretch your hands to heaven. Father, here we are. In the name of Jesus. Like the man, the father of the epileptic boy. We have come to you today. Ah, ah, thank you, Jesus. He just spoke to me. He said, no one that puts his trust in me shall be put to shame. In the name of Jesus, you will never be put to shame. As a matter of fact, for your shame, receive double honor. In the name of Jesus, whatever impediment the devil has put on your part, let the valleys begin to fill up in the name of Jesus. Let your mountain begin to come down in the name of Jesus. Let the name of the Lord be glorified in your homes. 
in the name of Jesus miraculous turn around in Jesus name all to the glory of his name in the name of Jesus I say his name will be glorified in your situation his name will be glorified in your home I declare supernatural wisdom in the name of Jesus supernatural favor in the name of Jesus <laughs> let the lies begin to fall for you in pleasant places in the name of Jesus only by the zeal of God by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus you will return with your testimonies in the name of Jesus by the next discovery some we have we have a testament for you in the name of Jesus The covering veil is burnt off in Jesus' name. Amen. You are a city on a hill. Amen. You can never be covered again. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You are indeed the light of your world. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. No, you won't have to begin to be afraid when you have to speak. Amen. You will fill your mouth with words. Amen. In the name of Jesus. many will be affected by what you say for good in the name of jesus your life will glorify god i say your life will glorify god your life will glorify god your marriage will glorify god in the name of jesus he just said to me he said the prodigal son is coming home in the name of jesus whatever that means he's coming home it's coming home. 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 In the name of Jesus. It's a new beginning. In the name of Jesus. Ah, no wonder puts his trust in him shall be put to shame. That you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698 Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.